Hey, gang, we got a live date that we just booked at the People's Improv Theater Wednesday, January 29th. Eric, is that the date? The 29th? Uh, the 29th Did yeah. I just blow this again? No, I think no. you blew it just right. <laughs> it's at 9.30 p.m., and... Um, we're doing. We're going to announce the movie. It's in part of the listener request month. Correct. It's sort of getting it in early. Masters of the Universe, the Dolph Lundgren sci-fi classic? Question mark. He Man. You guys liked when we did He Man on the show. Yeah. <laughs> now so it's it's a live action He Man. Yeah. Uh, so yes, that's Wednesday, January 29th at the People's Improv Theater, the Pit Underground Theater. Uh, they they put us back in the basement. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We are excited to be there. Visit the pit-nyc.com for ticket information. We'll see you there with He-Man, Masters of the Universe. And by the way... Skeletor as well. Well, Skeletor will be there, of course, portrayed by Frank Langella. Right? That's Frank Langella in that movie? I think so, yeah. What the fuck? I mean, we'll get to it on the 29th. But but speaking of He-Man, the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special reminds me, Animation Damnation's Animation Contest, the due date... For your submission, January 31st, the stroke of midnight, one to two minutes of you animating over the audio from that episode. Any part of the audio you want, doesn't matter to me, just make it funny. The winner receives a month full of plugs for their artwork, whether it's your blog, your DeviantArt profile page, whatever it is, and you submit to us a list of three films of your choosing. We will pick one of them and do it on the air. The entire month of March, we will plug your work on We Hate Movies, so get those submissions in as well. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Ben Worcester. And We Hate Movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to our fine little program. This week we are continuing the worst of 2013 with a movie that's barely a movie. I mean, last week we did a movie that's not a movie. This week it's a movie that's barely a movie. 2013's Getaway, directed by Courtney Solomon. Uh, And I would like to welcome to the program for the first time Mr. Ben Worcester. You might remember him from Blame It on Outer Space. Ben, welcome to We Hate Movies. Glad to be here. Uh, this different couch. <laughs> yeah, mine sinks a little more. Eric's got a firm couch. Mm-hmm. Your ass kind of sinks uh, in mine. I gotta say, I'm working it in slowly but surely. <laughs> you, you get know? that ass groove going yeah. on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of that uncomfortable phase where you got one in one cushion. And you're like, well, now I gotta sit on the other side <laughs> is of the that, couch. Is that your spot right there? It, like... It's all. Yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's what you do. You don't have to change where you sit. Just change the cushion you're sitting on. Oh, mine's attached. Oh, oh! It's just one cushion. <laughs> it's yeah, it's new a new wave, whatever, man. It's the new air era, you know. Man, this oh is, man. We can't all have the uh, vintage couches. <laughs> Everywhere is a comfortable seat. <laughs> <laughs> so today's movie brought to you by the company that also last year gave us Prisoners, Gravity, and Her. Thanks for this fucking turd, Warner Brothers. Uh, this is the movie. If you don't recall. With uh, Selena Gomez from Wizards of Waverly Place, uh, and more recently... Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> and more recently, Justin Bieber, the backseat of Justin Bieber's SUV. No, no, Segway, right? Oh, does he ride a Segway? Yeah, he's trying to like make it cool. That's impossible. Well, you know, we'll see. If Arrested Development couldn't do it, Justin Bieber can't do it. 
So anyway, she was banging him for a fashion, but she's also in <laughs> Harmony Corinne's Spring Breakers. Which and is now a decent she movie. Is. Now, Spring Breakers is great. I have no beef yeah. with Spring Breakers. I got a lot of beef with this movie, though. Because uh, like I said, it's barely a movie. There's no plot here. This is, this is what you call in the business a gimmick film. You, you know, they did warn us, though. They did say, get away. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wish I had heeded that advice. I, I so do. I couldn't believe well, the Warner Brothers that showed up either because it's like <laughs> going into this, it's like you associate that with like Batman and like big, you know, high budget movies. And then like this thing just unfurls and you're like, I cannot believe it's associated it, with this studio. It would be great if they did like one of those special WB intros. Like they <laughs> did it special for the, you know how like Batman, it's like, oh, bats. Yeah. And then this could be, uh, you know, I guess uh, Bulgarian cop cars crashing <laughs> into the Warner Brothers logo. I would love if the WB logo came up and then, uh, what was his name? Mortimer J. Frog. That's singing and dancing. He comes out and then uh, and then and then Ethan Hawke runs him over in this ridiculous <laughs> car with cameras all over it. So the plot of this film, speaking of Bulgaria, by the way, plot of this movie is Ethan Hawke is a washed up race car driver of some circuit. Named I don't... Brett Magna. <laughs> is it Brett or Brent? I thought it was oh, Brent I, okay, Magna. Okay, yeah, it's Brent Magma. See, now it sounds better, right? Now it works. Yeah, Brent Magna. There you go. Magna. Which is great. Sets you up Magma. to be a porn star, an action star. A Japanese comic book. A porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he is a washed-up race car driver. They don't say the circuit, because I feel like both like Formula One and NASCAR were like, no. That, <laughs> no. He, we're not having this guy anywhere near our vehicles. Yeah, he, he's a race car driver. Uh, <laughs> so he's a washed-up race car driver who... Uh, and, you know, keep, yeah. this, keep this around the holidays, because this, it, it opens with Jingle Bell Rock, just like Lethal Weapon did, and... And then, but but this is instead of sunny Los Angeles, we're in Bulgaria as cloudy we Bulgaria, and it's just Christmas in Bulgaria. Which who cares? Who gives a shit? I mean, what? this is like you know which, we don't have money, so we're going to Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah, they clearly shot it there because it's like where where can we spend the least amount of cash to film cars crashing all over the place? But what doesn't make any sense though is like people do this all the time, like film in Eastern Europe all the time. But it'll be like, oh, it's set in Toronto or a really low-end part of New York or something like that. Right. But these people are like, we're in Bulgaria. This is where our movie's set. Fuck it. We're in Bulgaria. So why is this race car driver in Bulgaria? Uh, because Can anyone remember? <laughs> <laughs> he burned out. Like, he was just a shitty race car driver. And I guess... You're supposed to glean from some of the non-dialogue that he has with Selena Gomez that uh, he he wrecked one too many expensive cars. And he just got kicked out of the country. Yeah, they were like, you know what? Maybe maybe that shit flies in Bulgaria, Magna, but it doesn't fly in the United States. Inventor of racing cars. Oh, is that is that true? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we invented stock car racing. Oh, there you that go. was from like Moonshiners. Did you know that? I do now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you learn a lot on We Hate Movies. It's this is it's a teaching program. Yeah. That's what I keep trying to say. We have an educational bent to us. That's you know, why I'm here to to learn. 
Yeah, some some of our <laughs> listeners don't know this, but there are some people who've pulled their kids out of school and they just sit them down in front of um, the computer box <laughs> and just li- they just listen to WHM. Cue up a day's worth of yeah, yeah. Hate movies. That's you know what you get an hour for lunch. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Well rounded <laughs> education. The test at the end of the day, though. Whew. Be ready. It's rough, but you know what? You you come out of it with a master's in language arts. <laughs> like that's the thing. Uh, so his wife gets kidnapped while Jingle Bell Rock's playing. Like that's uh, the, mm-hmm. that's like the the beginning of this movie is this choppy, like incomprehensible cuts of like the wife being kidnapped. It's like, is it a dream? Is it not a dream? And then like John Voight's mouth is just like interspersed, <laughs> like. <laughs> And you're like, what is what's what's happening? There's a there's a silhouetted figure. You're not sure who it is. And then before you know it, you're in a car, and that's the movie is on its way. That's it. John Voight's mouth tells Ethan Hawke to steal this car, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> it's such a bullshit. He's like, go to this parking lot and you will see a car and you must steal it. And he's like, which car? There's a lot of cars in this parking lot. And he's like, oh, you'll know. That's what, really? Such <laughs> horse shit. And they never pay off on it. It's like, maybe there'll be some detail later on where it's like, he had the tattoo that was on the car or like, yeah, no, it's just, no. you'll know the car when you see it. Uh, it's the one mounted with all those webcams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this stupid uh, internet car? Okay. <laughs> Seems good to me. I guess I'll steal this one. And then, he, and then he, John Voight's like, and you cannot drive it under 88 miles per hour. <laughs> right? It's like they've, he's got to drive fast for some reason and, and wreck all this shit. It just wreck all this shit for nothing. I mean, there it's is. It's like a non-plot. There's, it's a non-fucking plot. The whole thing is John Travolta, or John Travolta. I wish John Travolta was in this movie. <laughs> John Voight's mouth tells him, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, you have to do everything I say or I'm going to kill your wife. And that's it. And then he he drives around Bulgaria. I believe it's Sofia, Bulgaria. Yes. Which they don't even like make clear right at the the top of the bat. Like one of the first instructions he's given. And I had to write this line down because I just I laughed out loud when he said he said, (laughs) drive to the top of the city. (laughs) What the heck does that even mean? Like that's I've heard that before. I think it just means drive to like. The highest hill you can find. <laughs> like, it's like okay, if you said that to someone in Manhattan, like, like, drive uh, to uh, yeah. drive to the top of the city, like somewhere, uh, you know, the Upper East Side gets a little hilly. Oh, I yeah. guess. Inwood gets a little. hilly. I was going to say World Trade Center, but that's wrong. <laughs> you'll you'll know where it is. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you'll know where the top of the city is. <laughs> Don't you worry. So he's driving around, and he's like John Voight's like. Uh, and by the way, I keep saying John Voight's mouth because the whole thing in this movie is it's just a close up on his disgusting old man mouth <laughs> while he's like talking and spitting and drinking. There, yeah, he's drinking a martini at one point, <laughs> and then it's just him just like slobbering on these olives. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he eats these olives, and I wanted to fucking vomit. I wanted to vomit all over John Voight's mouth. Uh, it's just this slobbery old man, like, oh, these olives are great. Do you think the director, <laughs> this Courtney fellow, was just like, uh, Mr. Voigt, can you stop eating those olives? One, they're prop olives, so we don't know how you keep going through them. <laughs> it's probably that he refused to get out of his bathrobe <laughs> for this movie, and it's like, all right, we'll just shoot his mouth. You like, know, good for him, right? Because... <laughs> You shouldn't. No. John Voight's got the right idea. You don't get your ass out of a chair for a movie like Getaway. Although, 
I don't understand. And it's fine if you want to have him be in this command center the whole time and whatever. But I don't understand why it's just his mouth. Like, John Voight has such a distinct voice. Yeah. It's not like he's using a voice modulator. You know from Jump Street, it's fucking John Voight, so just show John Voight. And there you go. Knowing it's John Voight from the get-go ruins what they're trying to do, which is like, oh, who could it be? Is it this guy that reveals himself later? Or that (laughs) guy? Or none of the above? Like, you know, like... yeah. I'm, I, well, this, like that would mean I could recognize those a... jowls a mile away too. <laughs> but the kids can't. The yeah. kids can't. Yeah, I right? guess. And I that's guess that's who this the movie's thing. for. Yeah, if you're like a silly thirteen-year-old. Oh yeah, back yeah back then when we all like viewed anyone like over twenty, it's just like oh they're anonymous old person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so who's that old person? Oh, is that that old person? <laughs> So at one point, uh, after Ethan Hawke is driven through his first of two parks that he drives through uh, and knocked over a bunch yeah. of Christmas decorations, <laughs> oh, it's like lame Grand Theft Auto. Like, you know, you get in Grand Theft Auto, you just drive around knocking into shit, yeah, running people over. Mm-hmm. It's that without running people over. The least you could do in a movie like this is knock like an old lady over something. <laughs> There's no way there isn't like mass casualties in every scene of this movie. He drives through like a crowded Christmas festival. It's like a flea market or like a yeah. traditional Bulgarian Christmas <laughs> festival. Yeah, it's like the Union Square market or something. It's crowded. There's tons yeah. of stuff. I just like that he's like when he's introducing the concept of this, which is he's in this car, John Voigt has wired it up and he's controlling everything in the car and he's like, all right. Take your first right. But I can't go there. It's a Christmas festival there. Do it or your wife dies. Well, all right, I'll do it. Okay. (laughs) And while he's trying to avoid people, Void is like, drive into everything. Hit all the decorations. (laughs) And it turns into something that's like out of Christmas vacation. Like, I I expect Clark Griswold to be behind the wheel because it's just like... It's kind of like... like... He's driving through the Christmas market. Roll him up. (laughs) Roll them up. We're in Sofia, Bulgaria. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of like a Gran Turismo meets uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas. Like John Voight's <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah, knock that fucking thing down, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Santa Claus hit that fucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knock it all down. See, that's I just did a better performance than John Voight in this movie, you by did. the way. Oh, no, I noticed. I was looking right at your mouth. It was fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't shoving a bunch of cocktail olives and <laughs> pearl onions in it. Not yet. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a little it early. Now I got my, my boozy iced coffee. That's Ooh. what I got. Got that right there. It's nice. <laughs> I see. It's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, so at one point, Ethan Hawke stops at a red light or something, and uh, Selena Gomez gets in the car for no fucking reason, with a gun trying to hijack this car. Yeah, a baby jumps into this car <laughs> holding a gun, and I was like, why's that baby got a gun? Get that gun away from that baby! <laughs> By the way, Selena Gomez with a gun, maybe the least threatening thing, like... <laughs> yeah oh it's a toy gun okay the gun's just standing there like i'm not threatening anybody being held by this baby (laughs) the gun's like get me away from this baby i'm dangerous i could hurt her i'm a gun i kill people but not not in the hands of this baby and what what kind of baby would have a gun 
an American baby. <laughs> so it's just like this giant, I guess it's a giant coincidence. It's not really a coincidence. I guess they should say that later. But like the fact that we're taking, we're like opening up front. This movie takes place in Bulgaria, but we're not going to show one goddamn Bulgarian. No, nope, like, there's nary a Bulgarian to be found. So it's like these three American expats, presumably just like in their own little thing together their their own entangled lives. You never have to hear a lick of a foreign tongue. Like, would it kill you? Would it kill you to get a Bulgarian on screen and just say anything? Or you know, what? <laughs> like, how do you say "look out" in and, Bulgarian? You know, right? Yeah, and this, for a movie that's like a ninety minute car chase, how about I don't know. Developing maybe developing like a hard nosed Bulgarian cop that's after them or something. <laughs> the, the the police in this movie aren't characters; they're no. just like crash test dummies. It's it's unbelievable. Like you thought the Blues Brothers cops were crash <laughs> test dummies. Oh my god! These this is like way lower. Well, the other obnoxious thing about this movie is like how lazy the screenplay is with its characterization. Ethan Hawke is the only character that has a name. <laughs> she's she's the kid. Oh my god! And John Voight is the voice. Fuck you! Are you kidding me? That shit is so fucking pretentious. Oh, the voice, the kid. It's like no, you're not being artsy or cool. Well, that's, you just well, that's don't give want. a shit. They're trying to be what artsy and cool. Well, yeah, I think they are. What I a think fucking they... failure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do in this movie. It's it's so bizarre. Well, like, that's the big question, right? Who is this movie for? Yeah. Because Selena Babies Gomez... Babies with guns? Well, I mean, <laughs> Selena Gomez, you'd think, is the biggest draw, right? Former Disney Channel superstar. But then you put her up with with a 58-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, you put her up with Ethan Hawke. In a Wolverine jacket. <laughs> He's he, definitely kind of dressed like Wolverine. He's wearing a Wolverine jacket the whole time. It's like, <laughs> how do we make him look like more of an action star? Yeah, let's put him in this that's, Wolverine yeah, that, jacket. That's the other thing, right? Ethan Hawke is not an action star. I don't even care if it's just him driving a car in Bulgaria. He's not suited for this kind of work. I, neither of them are. And it's just like, oh, we're going to make this action film. It's going to be great. It's it's a fast car. You got a the hot girl and the hot guy in the car. And then everyone starts passing on the screenplay. Like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, not on your life. And finally... It just bounce, it gets to the point where it's Selena Gomez. The only and two Ethan dots Hawk. you could connect are it, those two, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I, they're like the furthest apart dots that you're like, yeah. well, I guess it's that or nothing. Hey, so I got a dot right here. Is that a dot down there? Whose dot is that? Oh, it's Ethan Hawke. Oh, uh, fucked. Well, we got this Wolverine jacket lying around. Might as well. You know, they probably were like, oh, well, it's Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez in the car, or. John Voight and Selena Gomez in the car? <laughs> That's a fantastic movie. It's just John Voight failing at parallel parking for 90 minutes. I would watch that over this. Yeah. Give yeah, me the, give me the uh, you know, just the, the, the verite of like you and John Voight in a car <laughs> yeah. for 90 minutes. and John done. Voight not having it for 90 straight minutes. <laughs> He's be, so pissed because all he was supposed to do was drop her off at the mall to meet her friends. And now he's stuck going into this goddamn mall for some reason. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> My like they car go, ride with John. <laughs> they want to go <laughs> yeah. see an R-rated movie. And he's it's like, Grandpa, you got to go in and get us the tickets. <laughs> oh, now I got to park this big boat car. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I mean, 
you I know you look like a little baby, but you're 21 years old. Go buy the tickets. <laughs> Can't you buy it on your tabla phone or something like that? Yeah, your tabla racer. Which, which comes in later, rid- ridiculously, too. Well, I guess we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. But uh, one point, Ben, that you made before we went on the air was the idea that you could not find two actors with less chemistry. Oh, they, they set a record. For for a pair on screen that has the least amount of chemistry possible, the- like I think the 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 most recent example of terrible chemistry that kind of comes close to this, but not really, is uh, what's that motion picture with Gerard Butler and uh, that blonde actress that everybody hates, Catherine Heigl, uh, the, the Ugly uh, Truth. Yes, yes. Oh, the two of them are supposed to be like like he's a pig and she's a working woman, and then they fall in love. It just might work out. Yeah, dude, talk about no chemistry. Like I thought it couldn't get any worse than that. And then there was that Gerard Butler and Aniston movie, whatever that one was. The Bounty Hunter? Yeah. Which was filmed down the street from here? It was. It was, it was filmed 300 feet away. Uh, I'm seeing a pattern develop here. <laughs> <laughs> also a terrible movie, but a terrible chemistry with these people. So but, what if we put Gerard Butler and Selena Gomez in a movie? I would like that movie because if I wrote that movie, it would just be Gerard Butler runs up as like this big assassin and breaks her neck, and the movie's five minutes That'd long. That'd be great. Like He gets like this <laughs> covert mission to kill like this royal baby like or like this millionaire <laughs> so, baby a webisode then <laughs> well no no no. i'm saying take take the full 90 minutes hell 120 minutes wait that's a great <laughs> that's a great idea for a web series it's just called breaking necks with gerard butler <laughs> today i'm gonna break selena gomez's small little neck <laughs> then he just runs up and does it that's the end of the episode that'd be great for real yeah or well actually, no not no no no, no. or he, he doesn't he could then do for, at the end of every episode, he breaks the neck and then he kicks him into a pit. <laughs> 300 style. Could the maker dig her own grave? <laughs> then break her neck and then kick her into the... First she's gonna dig a shallow grave. Then I'm gonna make her lie in it forever. Now, oh, see, this is the type perfect. of stuff that should be happening in Bulgaria. <laughs> that stuff might actually be happening in Bulgaria. You never know. You wouldn't know it from this movie. No, there's not a legitimate Bulgarian for miles. Even the, the hitmen that kind of look Eastern European in this movie, like the bodyguards and shit. Yeah. Probably just Jerry and Bruno from Jersey, the yeah. Jersey Extras casting office. <laughs> yeah, they'll ship them anywhere. <laughs> Jersey is full to the brim. Oh, I'm going to fucking Bulgaria. That sucks. <laughs> Can I get a good slice in Bulgaria? Ah, Maron. That's how we get rid of them. And then they can't come <laughs> back. It's the catch. But that like, would have been great, Jersey Shore, Bulgaria. They never come back. They're all executed in the town square. <laughs> <laughs> just every every week on MTV, it's just a shot of a grave. <laughs> Jersey Shore Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Every time they die in Bulgaria, a fucking cannon goes off. It'd be fantastic. What am I supposed to do with this bow and arrow? <laughs> Shoot it? <laughs> Oh, Uh, man. So the whole thing is Selena Gomez. She claims that this car, this super Internet car that he's driving around belongs to her. And we find out she's a little bit of a gearhead. Come on. (laughs) Could you ever like there's plenty of girls that can be into cars. Just not Selena Gomez. No, she's not a believable uh, person who's interested in cars. No, because she can't even say a line that sounds remotely like she cares. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what those uh, those Fast and Furious pictures, Michelle Rodriguez. 
believable uh, buy that. lady that's yeah. into cars. Mm-hmm. She's got edge. She's got a little bite. She also Marissa Tomei, my cousin Vinny. I'd buy that. I'd buy that she knows a thing or two about an automobile. Yeah. Babies can operate machinery, though. <laughs> she yeah, does, exactly. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's fucking old enough to drive. She couldn't lift a tire wrench. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't. And then... I, uh, I just the whole Bulgarian thing is just really sticking in my craw. And so the reason she's there, so he he's a washout race car driver whose wife is Bulgarian. So right. they they moved back to the old country so he could get out of sight. I guess that's how hardcore he was disgraced. Yeah, well, I, I, I might as well get myself disgraced in my new country. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they live there. Uh, but then Selena Gomez is the daughter of some big bank president. Yeah, like a bank CEO, like an investment banker. Totally not a plot point. Don't <laughs> don't don't pay any attention to oh, the fact don't, that her dad's a that. banker. Oh no, that's just a coincidence, <laughs> right? <you know? laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my twenties, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies.
Now, one of the things that's really aggravating about this movie is the editing. Like, this movie <sighs> is clearly for, like, raised on MTV idiots. I saw that in the IMDb trivia, it sounded like a brag. This movie's got 6,000 cuts and others don't. Oh, 6,150 cuts. Like your standard flicks, like somewhere between like 1,500 and 1,600 cuts or something like that. Yeah. Like that's not a bragging thing. That means you're terrible at editing. I, I remember when, <laughs> when like Requiem for a Dream was like, this has 2,000 cuts. And like it was kind of cool at the time. Like, wow, it's hyper edited because of all the, right. the drug intake scenes where it cuts. But like this movie... There's nothing to brag about here. It's it's a, a nightmare of incomprehensible garbage on screen. <laughs> it really ben, I is. want that on the poster. Ben Wooster says this film's a nightmare of incomprehensible garbage. I mean, you can't tell hide nor hair of anything that's going on. I was getting nauseous watching this movie. I had to medicate myself because oh. I was getting really nauseous. It's no joke. <laughs> Take a little Dramamine in the middle of Getaway. <laughs> Something like that. But the point is, I was getting nauseous while watching Getaway. <laughs> I was I don't and and I can take that shit too. Like I don't mind, you know, in the Avengers or whatever when someone's flying like I can watch 3D all that stuff. I I don't get motion. This is the first time ever I got motion sickness from a movie. Blair Witch Project, forget about it. I was totally fine. This movie I almost threw up all over my couch. And wow. it wasn't because of Selena Gomez acting. Speaking <laughs> of throwing up. <laughs> Perfect segue. This movie is like if you took Speed, which I know you alluded to, Eric. Oh, no, I don't have any on me right now. <laughs> oh, he means the motion Ooh, picture. Ah, motion picture ooh, speed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> drive. Yes. And Taken. Courtney, the director, Courtney Solomon, took all those movies, m- munched them up, and just puked it back out <laughs> onto celluloid. And then dropped a couple of cocktail olives on top of it. <laughs> yeah, as my movie. But it's a void. <laughs> It, that's that's what this movie is. it's like it's a it's a that sounds better than it is like that's definitely what they're going for but i would yeah. rather see what you just described well like i mean drive plot wise i can see that right sort of but like drives like one of the most stylized movies of the last like 10 years yeah. it was trying to like with the overhead grand theft auto shots and the jacket and like the yeah. haunted yeah. driver like it was trying to i I felt like parts of it like reaching for it you know but obviously just failing yeah (laughs) it's like uh like watching like a a celebrity diving show and every time wait splash splash yeah (laughs) and then every time director courtney whatever goes up to do his dive he just trips and falls off into the water every single time maybe bust his skull open At least with that show, you get to see what's happening on screen. You get to see Louis Anderson do a belly flop. There's no 6,000 cuts you during, can't, that, like, during yeah. that. You can't tell what's going on. Let it breathe a little bit. Let me see what the car is actually doing. Yeah, and, and note to all budding filmmakers out there, like fast cuts don't make your movie cool. It makes it impossible to fucking follow. And that the other thing about the overhead, you mentioned Grand Theft Auto. That's the other huge problem with this movie, and it's a trend with a couple of movies. Uh, like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, After Earth. You can't make a movie look like a video game. They can't function like that. Like video games are becoming more cinematic, and that's fine. You've got cutscenes, all that shit right. works. It can't. It's not reverse compatible. Like you can't make cinema more video game like. Because it's boring as shit. Yeah. Or you can't follow it, like this movie. And the more video gamey you get, 
the less plotty you get, which makes it less of a movie and more like a video game. Yeah, exactly. This movie is definitely like a video game. I agree with you there because there's so many car crashes in this movie that <laughs> are basically <laughs> amount to nothing. No one, no one dies. No one bleeds. There's in no this explosions. Movie. You never see any like the. I found by the middle of the movie the cop cars were just any time extra cop cars i was just laughing because it's like oh here's yeah. four more cop well, cars exactly because like, they crash and they respawn, yeah. <laughs> respawn. <laughs> <laughs> like okay here they go here we go again like that yeah i never thought of that but you know what this is it's sofia bulgaria like how many cop cars they got how big is this police force it's bulgaria they've got like a, a military squadron of cop cars and they're that, all incompetent <laughs> that's the other thing right that makes this completely unbelievable ethan hawk is captured 20 minutes into this movie. Like, he doesn't get to do all the crazy shit that he does. Because at some point, they're going to, you know, throw, like, the spike chain out in the middle of the road yes. or something. Th and there would have been a helicopter. I know it's Bulgaria, but they got to have one in the country. <laughs> like, this would have been a hot pursuit. Oh, yeah. They have, they have a leftover Soviet-era helicopter sitting around. And I tell you what, you know, once they pull Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez out of that car after causing 130 i think cop cars crash in this movie <laughs> they do that to the great nation of bulgaria oh yeah yeah someone's digging their own grave and getting shot yeah you're, you know you're not coming out of that you're you're lost in transport uh from the arrest scene to your interrogation <laughs> yes you got lost Along, the, I'm doing air quotes. The fucking podcast. <laughs> doing this fucking show for three years. I still make the air quote. Well, gaff. you're warming up for a big show on uh, January 29th. <laughs> nice mid episode plug, dude. It's at 9:30 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater. I'll doff my cap to that. Oh wait. <laughs> well, I doffed it. In, I can me. guarantee you, he doffed the cap. In world famous New York, New York, <laughs> the Big Apple, as some call it. I can't wait for us to do Sofia, Bulgaria. <laughs> I would play Sofia Bulgaria. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, do you guys think you would ever find yourselves in a getaway type situation? This was something I found myself wondering instead of paying attention to the movie. But do you think like you're just gonna get a phone call one day and some menacing terrorist is on the other end, like, steal this car and do what I say? Well, if I do, I know I know what to I know what to follow. I've got my blueprint set out <laughs> for me right now. Ethan Hawk has shown me the way. <laughs> What what way is that? <laughs> it's the way to ninety minutes of horrible crap on screen. <laughs> like he's a, he's a, he's a talented driver. I don't think I'd ever be able to drive like that. Like I'm a pretty good driver, but uh, you know, I would I would tell the person politely over the phone. I think you have the wrong number, <laughs> and I'm going to continue getting groceries. <laughs> but yeah, ex well, that's the right move to make because you know once you go through with this, like oh great. Yeah, I'll do that so I can get my kidnapped wife who, once I do everything for you, you're just going to kill her anyway and then right. kill me. So, hey, at least one of us is getting out of this alive, <laughs> right? At least I can get groceries. <laughs> I'd be like, is this cash cab? Am I in cash cab? John Boyd's like yelling at me. When are you going to ask me a trivia question? <laughs> That'd be the best. The best Isn't this supposed to, to be driven by a stand-up comedian? That dude does stand-up. Oh, I know. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say. Ben. Uh, Bailey. Ben Bailey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would I would rather the cash cab than the getaway John Voight situation. I wouldn't believe John Voight's crooked voice for two seconds. 
No. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're not gonna kill my wife? Okay, John Voigt. Someone calls me yeah, someone calls me up sounding like a deranged, vaguely European John Voigt. <laughs> saying that they have my wife, I'm just be like, got the wrong number, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what is that accent he's putting on, by the way? There is I don't know, I think he's trying to do a tinge of German or something because when when uh once Ethan Hawke forces a cop car off the road and it crashes into a commuter train, John Voigt yells, Scheiße! Oh, right. <laughs> That's because at that point, his plan is going off the rails. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. So, by the way, more of John Voigt's plan. So, he says, uh, the, okay, you got to keep the two of them. You know, Ethan Hawke tries to kick her out the car. Doesn't happen. So, he's like, no, you must take her. So they're driving around, and he's like, you have to go to this power station and upload a something-something so the power goes out. And then the power station blows up. Like, part of the plot is you're going to a power station. You're, you're a pawn in a game to blow up a power station. <laughs> not a, not a, I'm not good enough for a plant. I have to do no, a power not, station? No, no, no. Not the full plant. Just a, a satellite station. Yeah. That's all you get, Ethan Hawke. But and of course, she pulls out like at this point, you know, when you're starting to wonder, like, why is she there? Like, what's what is she adding to this? I'm wondering that the entire movie <laughs> for why? the second she gets in. The why car. is she fucking here? But then it's like, oh, I can do it because I'm, you know, I'm whiz kid fantastic right now. Oh, yeah. She just becomes goddamn Inspector Gadget's penny. Penny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And this she, needed a dog. Honestly, with this combination, you got an old man and a young girl. There better be a pet shared in between there because otherwise <laughs> it's weird. It is weird because you see the dog in the car. You're like, all right, that dog's keeping things copacetic. But yeah. it's like just the two of them. Well, what's going on in that car? I'm like, where? And because they have such bad chemistry, I was just like, oh, man, where's the sexual tension? Right? Because if his <laughs> wife is murdered, he's got to move on. Right? Yeah. I feel like they tried to reach for that, too, at moments where oh, it's like, they, they, I understand you. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you're yes. right. You're so right. They did. Yeah, exactly. They tried to do it, but it's impossible because it's like you're trying to put like these two magnets together. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys notice that like in the vein of like they're, they're going like I felt like this movie was going for things like it wanted to hit notes that it knew from like other movies like templates and stuff like that. But every time they tried to do something, whether it was like a throwaway line that's supposed to be a, like a, a funny joke or whatnot, it just landed with the biggest thud just oh, yeah. clunker mm-hmm. after clunker like there's one point where they, her, her line is selena gomez's line is uh after like one big car chase right and then like they come to a stop and then the line is you can keep the car and it's just silence <laughs> crickets like it's the worst it's so painful <sighs> yeah. there's a lot of like her it's her as if he was her father and he was like, come on, get in the car. I'll drive you to the mall. And then it was like, we're going to the dentist. Gotcha. Because she's just whining like, oh, you're such an idiot. You <laughs> are right. such a dweeb. Shut up. Oh, will you shut up? Yeah. You are so stupid. Like Some of us were taught not to steal things. I'm going to use the phone now. <laughs> yeah, she keeps she keeps railing on him for stealing her car, right? Yeah. And it's like. Even after the fact that he's like she's made aware of what the situation is, this guy's wife is going to get killed. She still is get like at least I'm not a crook, and it's yeah. like 
this it's what this is. This happens every once in a while. We've, we've encountered this on this show before. It's when a major character in a movie doesn't understand what the movie's about. And the character has to keep being explained the plot of the movie. And in this movie, it's like every time we cut back to her, she's like, you're a filthy fucking car thief. And he's like, <laughs> all right, let's go over this again. <laughs> when I step on your foot and say, hello, Mr. Thompson, you say hello. Like, that's what I fucking felt like. We're just running in circles and with this girl. What's crazy about it, too, is it's the simplest plot in the world. <laughs> And they're not doing anything but explaining it over and over. And, and then, of course, running into cop cars that do nothing and don't impede this car whatsoever. Even though I, I think I read that they had like 13 of these cars yeah. and wrecked them all. Yeah. <laughs> so, come on. How, this, so, so the movie car is stronger than 13 real cars? Is it some type of supercar? Well, there's a bullshit thing where John Voight at one point says something about like the car's bulletproof. But then later in the movie, his own henchmen are shooting at the car. It's full of bullet holes. It's completely riddled. The, the car is armored. Uh, not to worry. And like, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it was Selena Gomez's car. Did she have her car armored? Because she's so rich and so paranoid and so American that she's in Bulgaria. She's like, I need my car bulletproof. Well, maybe that's the thing, right? Maybe like she drives down the streets of Bulgaria and like all these angry Bulgarians who hate her guts are like, there's the child that we hate. And there's like trying the, to assassinate her. The baby with the woman's body. <laughs> I, I think I know what we should do. Like, you know, like the Pope mobile was bulletproof. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe her car has to be bulletproof because she's hated. There's the, the white devil baby that introduced crack into bulgaria <laughs> it's a drug dealer car it is a drug dealer car and it's she's got something where she's like yeah my dad's this bank president he's never really around but you know what this car is the nicest present he's ever got me and i'm like well great for you little miss piggy bank that's fucking fantastic i'm really rooting for you to get this car back in one piece honestly if i was ethan hawk and i've just devastated that many cops' lives and widowed that many women or whatever. But like, oh, he's not a killer. Well, right? you know, like, there, there would be the, the hospitals are overflowing right now. But I would just shoot her in the head, like right when she's not even thinking about it. You know, like when she's just complaining about her her phone or something, just shoot her in the head because then, hey, that's one last thing you got to worry about, and. He's Who already cares? racked yes, up like exactly. a huge you, body count. You can't get more than five stars in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> every one, of, I mean, every one of those crashes. No one is they they devastate these cop cars in this movie. Like, oh yeah. If there's anything I can give to it, it's like you can like maybe pick out a half second of like that was cool here and there, and like some yeah. of the cars they just body slam like pro wrestlers <laughs> this is why they decided on bulgaria because they'd probably crunch the numbers where are cop cars the cheapest to blow up i mean that that might be yeah you know it's like we got uh, bulgaria and uh, if you shipped a bunch of cars to antarctica it's like well that's not a feasible film shoot there's no roads there you know that they might as well <laughs> oh, just I'm just some bank CEO's daughter that had to come live in Antarctica for the big bank of Ar Antarctica. <laughs> the brand new bank of Antarctica we're opening up. And I'm a race car driver that's been shunned by the entire world. I think this movie would be way better if it was uh, on the Iditarod and it was <laughs> getaway with like sled dogs. <laughs> 
No, but then the, the plot would be impeded by Selena Gomez just playing with puppies. Because <laughs> she's just a baby. And then, and then Werner Herzog would narrate it. <laughs> <laughs> this little girl out here all alone. What this, beats in her heart? This baby is primal in its, its origins. It's looking into <laughs> the, the pup's eyes and it's seeing its own pup eyes in a reflection. <laughs> We are one with nature, and it is terrifying. I said Popeye, and it reminded me of how much I was obsessed with Popeye's chicken. That was a real story Werner Herzog told me. What? Yeah. I'm, oh, right, because you met him for the... Uh, yeah, he came to where I work for Encounters at the End of the World, and I, me and Werner got to talking, and I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and he's telling me, and I believe he does talk about this in some movie. It might be Werner Herzog Eats a Shoe. But he says at one point in the 1970s, he became obsessed with Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he ate it at every meal for, like, years. He's <laughs> obsessed. He's, he said, I became obsessed with Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was like, that's, that's the greatest thing anyone's ever <laughs> it said to It was really impossible to get it on the set of Fitzcarraldo, but I managed <laughs> to do it. Yeah, it was like... Uh... Moving a boat over a mountain. That's how hard it was. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> so the other part of this, we sort of briefly touched on it. She's also a super genius hacker. So she's like, hey, I just happen to have this iPad with me. Ugh. And this iPad has an app on it that links me into, like, the police fucking security feed or some like uh, she's doing like a hacker's worth of work mm. on an ipad like now correct me if i'm wrong hackers out there but i don't think a tablet an ipad tablet with no keyboard accessibility is really like no. a hacker's dream weapon i mean it's annoying that when they do that thing in movies where you can clearly tell whatever on the screen of the computer is like fake like it's got yeah. some fake graphic-y program on it but her pulling out like a hello kitty ipad and being like <laughs> i'm in the mainframe now it's like give me a bark and then like even ethan hawk is like looking at her like that's bullshit right i mean you're, you're fucking with me and she's like what just because I'm a girl, I can't like cars and computers. It's the 21st century, <laughs> old man. <laughs> I was born a few years ago. <laughs> so, yes, but she's able to like, oh, there are all these webcams that are around us because I guess I have a sensor to find all the webcams around us. Well, they're all being broadcast on, off a government server and they don't even know about it. Dun, dun, dun. And it's like that, but guess what? That doesn't go anywhere. It leads it's to just, nothing. It's just a line to say so these two characters are talking for a change. For a movie that features a character like finding his way out of all sorts of twists and turns, alleys and whatnot, and escape routes and everything, the plot has so many fucking dead ends. Like this, th you're like, oh my god, the government, like. What is this? Is there some sort of politician that's involved? Is John Voigt like the mayor of Sofia, Bulgaria? Like, what are we talking about here? And you're so right about all these plots going to dead ends because, because you know, he actually John Voigt actually tells Ethan Hawke at one point to kill her, right? And he's like, kill her if you don't, your wife is dead, blah blah blah. And he doesn't do it, and then John Voigt's like, good, that was the right decision, you know, like, yeah, he just moves on. It's just like. 
do fucking something besides crash into a cop car. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you didn't kill her, like I said. I'm going to cut your wife's finger off. Yes. And then he does it. And then, like, you hear her crying and screaming, and, like, maybe you even hear, like, the little bit of the blood go... Yeah. <laughs> She's you just know. yelling, like, why didn't you shoot that baby? Why is that baby alive? And now I have eight fingers. I told you, Uma, I'm pro-life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, I just wanted to point out that a note I have here in my phone. You know, we watch these movies, we make notes, plot points, different thoughts we have. I just have a note here that says, I want to blow my brains out. <laughs> it's about halfway through the movie. Oh. I just, I had had enough. I said, I want to blow my brains Was out. Was it during the part where they were in that, like, I don't know, one of the third trials that he has to go through? It's where they throw the clock up. And, like, he has four minutes to get from one end of, like, the town to the other end. And, like, I swear, every time they cut back to the clock, it seems like it's going backwards. Like, it, <laughs> it's there's no tension seconds. of, like, oh, it's getting closer. It's like, there's still two and a half minutes left in this. Like, that, that, that applies to real life, too, because this movie feels so long. I started it at 9 o'clock, and it finished at 8.30. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just, yeah, it's a time warp. I don't know. They really really pulled off something spectacular. So at one point, like, now, where does this money come involved? Now, there's eventually, it's like a bank heist, sort of. Hey, her dad's a banker. Yeah. Didn't see that (laughs) one coming. There's, There's a point where they go, they're sitting in the car, and she literally says, like, right after all this banker stuff, boy, I wish I knew what they were after. (laughs) <laughs> like, like it just like echoed with stupidity. Wait, like, so I'm the richest baby in Bulgaria. <laughs> um, I have the nicest car. Um, I, you know, and it, it's like we're in my car. It's part of this elaborate plot. What did you do, Ethan Hawke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you it's thief, his you fault. rotten thief, you fucking dirty carjacker. <laughs> <sighs> We've been over this. Not a carjacker. Did I tell you about my wife? Remember that? Retain some of this shit I'm telling you, baby. Stupid <laughs> Bulgarian baby. <laughs> so there's something about... And part of this movie gets a little hazy for me. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. But there's something about, like, John Voight makes them get information on a thumb drive or something. It's like bitcoins, I think. <laughs> I, th- I think bitcoins have a cameo in I this movie. I think it's all bitcoins. <laughs> Yeah, it's like her dad, it, it's not, he's not a, there's no cash on hand. He's an investment banker. So, like, right, right. what could they be stealing? And then oh, they have yeah. to ponder it for a little bit. And Jesus. Computer data. <laughs> <laughs> Eureka. Yeah, it's 2013's version of the dossier. Like, I need the dossier. Right, or the microfilm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think the thing that's obnoxious is I think that this whole transaction is something like five million dollars? Like, isn't that it? And it's like I, I, I can't recall, but this that, this, yeah. this elaborate scam that you've set up, the money that you put into retrofitting this car. Well, no, I, I think I think they said I'm pretty sure they said billion. Oh, is it? Well, all right, John, five billion dollars. <laughs> John Voight's mouth would not. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't see through all the fucking olives what number he was trying. Five million dollars. The, the Bulgarian treasury, the entire country is now yeah, gone. Have you seen the value of bitcoins? <laughs> it's it's exponential, man. 
Yeah, Dude, right. Bulgaria just became Voight Town. <laughs> <laughs> and it borders right over here at uh, Otisburg. <laughs> oh, uh, hey there, Mr. Voight. Looks like we're neighbors, huh? <laughs> Get out. Otisburg? <laughs> Get out of Voight Town. You and your Otisburgians aren't welcome here in Voight Town. This is that's really how I want to see uh, the Superman comic series and everything end. With, with, uh, with, just focus on Otis for a while in Eastern Europe. I would love uh, Ned Beatty and John Voight in a fist fight with each other. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Great fighting for territory. It's, it's that might have already happened. I think we got to check check the history books. No, Ned, Ned Beatty. He didn't get into a fight with Voight. He was. Uh... That was a hillbilly getting into a fight with his <laughs> rear end. Yeah, that was quite a fisting. <laughs> I mean, fist fight. Yeah, yeah. I you, mean, you meant fist party. <laughs> yeah. This is a real Finally, fist party. Hashtag fist party 2014. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of like this robbery happens and John Voight is somehow like he's basically he's framed Ethan Hawke for it because of the. The power plant explosion. Power station. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, it's just a satellite station. Because it's like there's something that's like, oh, if she tr- if she hacks into the mainframe, mm-hmm. it knows to let off all these explosives. Like that power station explodes for no reason. Oh no, he already had it set up. This was part of his master plan. You see, he just Ooh. wanted her there to frame her. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So now they're two like American terrorists in Bulgaria. I like. I hate that thing of like, and this is just the the worst kind of example of it where you have the villain that has everything like he's sitting in his like restaurant looking at his laptop and this entire thing is like oh he's perfectly planned out like mm-hmm. and it's just like you you've got to be speaking of that got this, to be kidding the <laughs> software that he uses is really interesting because he like he basically is also hacked into like the bulgarian police Sophia network or whatever. Yeah, he's like the monitoring the yeah. like radio transmissions and, like, and stuff. He's able to like have a map of the city and he knows where Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez are and he like he can just like click on the map where they are and it like sends out an alert to all the cops and you, you get the little pictures of the cop cars that are like going around and then they start converging instantly on the location he selected, so it's like he's controlling the police as well. Like what? I mean, I like playing a video game. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like a video game because he's just he just clicks on one spot and instantly all these pieces start moving boo, towards boo, it. Boo, suddenly, boo. kick it in reverse. Fucking turn around like a normal person. <laughs> Maybe that's why these cops are so terrible. I mean, that might... can't even drive. <laughs> can't even drive a Bulgarian cop car. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Some of the, it says a lot about this movie that some of the most exciting parts are watching fucking red triangles bleep bloop on a Pac-Man <laughs> screen. I, I got a sense that like John Voight, which at this point it's still just the mouth. Like all of this is so like he can take take the pleasure of just watching the blips on the screen. Like oh, I love my blips. Oh, it's all my, worth it. I love my blips and I love my olives. <laughs> <laughs> I can somehow find a way to make my blips. Olive shaped. Well, that's heaven. 
I love my olives. Maybe if I had five billion bitcoins, I could buy all the olives I need. I could buy all the olives in the world. Uh, <laughs> That's the plot of the movie is he wants to buy all the olives in the world. He wants to corner the market on cocktail olives. He wants to eat himself to death with olives. <laughs> Pizza the Hut ate himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got, because he, he got locked in the back of his limousine and <laughs> ate himself. So, I mean, this robbery, ha- that's what's ridiculous about this movie. This robbery happens, and it's just, it's, it, since it's like an instant digital transfer, there's no robbery scene. There's no, you know, there's no heat esque robbery. It's just they get the data or whatever, and then John Voight's dudes. On motorcycles, try to like take them out. Now, I'm not too hip on the latest technology, but uh-huh. I think the purpose of of um, ro- computer robbing, you know, hacking and stealing money that way, uh-huh. is so you don't have to drive a getaway car and blow up the police. <laughs> like, isn't that like a workaround? I think so, but I think John Voight's logic at this point is, you know. This will be. This will serve as like a distraction, sort of. But as we're okay. gonna find out, so the guy's not watching the the internet or something. I mean, maybe. Well, because what we'll realize at the end of the movie is there's a little bit of an ulterior motive here. Mm. But we're not there just yet. No, we're not. So he kind of almost gets kidnapped at one point, or not kidnapped, caught. Like th- this is the most ridiculous scene. I think in in the movie is they get to like a police barricade or something. Oh God! And he's like, he's like, oh man, what am I gonna do? All right, I have a plan. Just he says to Selena Gomez, just go with me on this one. And all these cops are like, get the fuck out of this car right now! Like these these Bulgarian police officers have had it with Ethan Hawke shenanigans. And since they're driving a Ford, the Bulgarians know. I got to speak English. <laughs> Perfect English. In American accent. <laughs> yeah. He Get will out of the only car. understand you if you sound like you're from there, Ohio. <laughs> Howdy, partner. You <laughs> f- hand on head. <laughs> I, too, am a fan of the Nye Mets. Uh, so he's, he takes the gun that Selena Gomez had in her baby hands at the beginning of the movie. Goo, goo, <laughs> Oh my god, she's here with us. <laughs> he points the gun at her and he's like, I will fucking kill this girl if you do not back the fuck up right now. He should Everybody have pistol go away. whipped her just to show that he means goddamn business. Yeah. That's and what then, I would have done. In the most insane part of this movie, like he, this guy has been a menace throughout your city. He's killed dozens of your brothers at arms, right? This is when the peck and paw shot of him being shot a thousand times should <laughs> yeah, happen. Because all the cops do is like, Oh, man, he's got a gun to her head. Well, pack it in, everybody. Pack it in. He's got it. And they all just disperse. And all of a sudden, his five Grand Theft Auto stars go down to none because he told the police in a, in a, in a stern tone of voice to go away. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. And they, they, they do. They leave. They get in their cars and leave. There's no more getaway to be had. This is, the chase it's, is stopped. It's it. It's done with. He got away. He looked He looked at Johnny Law in the eye, and he won. He stepped up, stood tall, and said, I'd rather not. I'd well, rather not get out of this car. Okay, then. I see you have the um, the rich baby, so we will back off. 
Oh no, he's got the rich baby. Let her let her let her get killed. Let him kill her. We'll finally be rid of that baby. That'd be a great ending if they were just like, "Okay, partner, do it. <laughs> do it, man. You're a man. You don't right? have the stones. You real cowboy, right, man? You do now." <laughs> So he says to John Voight, he's like, all right, motherfucker, I've got your jump drive with your bitcoins on it or whatever. Your fucking Mario gold coins. <laughs> your fucking green mushrooms in this jump drive. All those close-ups of, of his face. It kind of looks like Bowser. Could be. <laughs> so he's like, let's set up a little bit of a rendezvous. And we'll, we'll trade off. You give me my wife. I'll give you this jump drive with free men on it. And we can go our separate ways. And he's like, this is great. He says, why don't you meet me at the place where I work? I'll see you in two hours. I was like, what kind of a commute is this for Ethan Hawke? Two hour commute to this airplane hangar that he works at? Uh, why does he work at an airplane hangar? I thought like, okay, we're going to a racetrack. Tie it together a little bit here. Or like nope, at least airplane a hangar. car dealership or something. Like, Wait well, a minute. <laughs> okay, so maybe he likes BMWs and they used to make airplanes. <laughs> don't don't spin well, you know, don't no. spin your wheels on it, man. <laughs> okay, it's, okay. No, no. Engine? It's engine. They both use engines. Uh, ooh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Tires. Tire, a couple, couple of tires. A couple of tires. Oh, oh. Metal. Would it be great if he was like a world famous like NASCAR racer and then he's just changing the tires in on Bulgarian <laughs> airplanes? Well, I think it's like if you wash out as a race car driver, right? It's like, what's next? Well, maybe I could fly a plane. Maybe he's trying to get his pilot's license. <laughs> oh my god, honey, if I, if I just get my pilot's license, you know, we'll be up to about fifty bitcoins a week. <laughs> right now, you know, we're pulling in three. So they go to this airplane hangar, and because we all know that John Voight is the bad guy, and we all know what John Voight looks like, when this other old man gets out of the car, there's no suspense whatsoever because you're like, all right, well, that's just some dude pretending to be John Voight. And they don't even... They don't even flirt with suspense because they instantly do close-ups of like the little transponder in his ear. Oh, right. Because Selena Gomez, hacker baby child of God. Of course, she's, she's going to notice it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she knows how to size up a guy. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing she looks for. Does he have a tracker in his ear? That's what the kids are into these days. Kids love ear trackers. Oh, and also money. <laughs> So they they do so this listen up, fellas. <laughs> they do this exchange or whatever, and what is this the deal with it? Like the wife's just there, right? Uh, yeah, I the, guess. the it's it's the most anticlimactic thing ever. They're like, well, here's the jump drive. All right, fantastic. No, oh, we'll here's put the, it wife. In the computer and yeah. test it. Yep, that's yeah. it. Yeah, they okay. run they run this this scan on it, which is just like. It's taken a while because it's so many bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> but but by the way, Hacker Baby Genius, also a movie with John Voight, those Baby Geniuses pictures. He's, oh, he's right. all over those movies. Yeah. Uh, she has set up like a camera feed going back into the police station. So she's like, now the cops will get our side of the story through my webcam. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we we're able to prosecute you on so many, a, th a thousand charges because of that webcam footage. Yeah. So, like, the, the wife is there, and it's like, well, all right. 
we're reunited. That's fantastic. But then it's like, oh no, the movie can't be over. It's like Bad Boys 2, right? Oh, we're going to Cuba now all of a sudden. Yeah. Because Selena Gomez just gets kidnapped. This old man, this lecherous old dude just kidnaps her. Guess what? Goodbye. That's And that's the ridiculous part of this movie is the wife who's been fucking kidnapped by Bulgarians, possibly tortured, whatever's been going on with her. Ethan Hawke's like, oh, no, they kidnapped that baby I've been driving around with for the past <laughs> couple hours. And the wife says, go get her. Uh, Are you kidding me? No, not at all. Like, this lady's off her medication. You know what I would like to happen? The I would like Ethan Hawke to not go after her, and then like he just goes on and lives a normal w- life with his wife, and we cut to like years and years later. We get like Ethan Hawke and age makeup and stuff, and like <laughs> going, and, and he's talking. And it was he was telling the story the whole time. Oh, nice! And then he was just like, "And that baby, I never knew what happened or became of her. Now she lives on only in my memories." <laughs> it's sort of like the end of the Road Warrior. <laughs> I would love that. And he's like, sometimes I think about whether or not those Bulgarians murdered her. And then I think, what's on Cinemax? (laughs) Because I couldn't care less about this annoying little girl that bothered me for two hours at Christmas in Bulgaria that one year. But no, we have to have another fucking chase scene. And that's the other thing. Like, I'm a dude who loves a good chase scene, man. Like, but you can't just do all. It chase. can't be all chase. It never, ever lets up. And so it's like, oh man, we're, we got to do one more race. Do we? I thought the movie was over. And with. why? You know, if you're gonna do a chase movie, why do it on like one city? Like Vanishing Point wasn't one city. Yeah, just go across the desert or something. Do. Anything. Leave the city limits. Yeah. Anything. Make a cannonball run. Did either of you guys get the <laughs> sense that the the orchestra, maybe it was just me, but I felt like the music, like the orchestra was getting tired. By the way, like, oh, here we go again. Like the music. Oh, God, we're playing the chase song again. They had to sustain 90 minutes of chase music. And it's just like, it got, it got tired. Now, yeah. here's the tired. thing. Like, this movie is kind of like an F-grade diehard with a vengeance, right? Like, you've got a terrorist giving you tasks over the phone or whatever. Yep. You're racing around a city like a moron. Mm-hmm. Even that movie, like, the ending of Die Hard 3 sucks, but even that movie knows, like... Well, we got to do something. We yeah. got to get out of the city. It's something different. There's also some puzzles. Like the villain is toying with you more than, oh, uh, yeah, hit that garbage can. <laughs> yeah. like, Run over all the decorations. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, it's almost as if, like, John Voight, if you didn't see John Voight's mouth in this movie, you'd think, like, maybe this is, like, a couple of teenage boys. With a voice modulator playing, playing like a prank Ooh. on him. Like, oh, man, tell him to crash into that garbage can. <laughs> oh, he did it. Oh, he did it. What should I tell him to do next? Oh, run into that Santa costume. Oh, he did it. Tell him to kiss that baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That stopped it all. Huh? It stopped. I'm, now I'm just thinking about Ethan Hawke kissing. This is Selena Gomez. Do you know how he he prepared for the role, how, or how he achieved that 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 look of uh, just like, oh, his wife is is dying. How does he get that that haunted look on his face? Yeah, he's just. I think his motivation was uh, 
I am in this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what my life's become. This is what it's. This, I have to. I have to earn a paycheck this way. Like, uh, I kind of felt bad for him. Uma, like, Uma needs her alimony. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that's he is such an interesting little puzzle of an actor. Like. He's in one of the best movies of last year, Before Midnight's fucking excellent movie. And he's also in one of the worst movies of life. It's astounding. This movie only got a 2% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Who are those assholes? Is one of them Armand White? Oh, I, I don't know. I didn't really check. I think they're probably... They probably uh, write for a little thing we like to call blogs. Yeah, it's like, Mr. Nobody from the internet says, getaway is a high-speed thrill ride Here with a baby. my contrarian opinion uh, right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you reading this now? No. Are you reading this? I had a different opinion. This is also one of those movies I feel like it'll find an audience on DVD because it's like, Yo, man, it's got Ethan Hawke, and he's driving a car or some shit. That's cool. You liked Gattaca, right? <laughs> I actually, yeah, I did. Let's buy, let's blindly buy this movie on Blu-ray. What an idiot. Don't blind <laughs> buy. You can't blind buy. I did a blind buy one time. And you got blind burned. No you? way, man. I purchased what? Ravenous, starring oh, really? Guy Pierce and Jeffrey Jones, the uh, sex offender. I never, I actually never saw it. Oh, it's fucking awesome. That's when they're like, oh, it's the old times and we like to eat each other, right? It's like the Civil War, I believe. Is, is it Cannibal? What, yeah. Or is it Supernatural? A Civil War Cannibal movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. They, wow. uh, they're at like some camp and it's like the wintertime and they discover, it's one of those like cannibal lore movies where it's like if you eat a person... You uh, acquire their essence. Oh shit! So it's people getting like, dude, is that real? What? I don't know. We should find out. I want to find out. (laughs) Just see what Selena Gomez is up to. (laughs) Invite her to your barbecue. I'm just gonna sink further into the couch over here. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been so glad to be across the room from Eric. Now I can say, (laughs) as his hunger rises, (laughs) Selena Gomez. I would like a piece of that, and not (laughs) no, no, not sexually. Yeah, you just want to see if you, you can, just want you her, can. No, I just want her baby essence. essence. I want to eat her for that internal youth. <laughs> internal youth. <laughs> well, yeah, internal youth that becomes internal youth, and then you know the other the end. cycle continues. Yeah, the but that bathroom. movie, that movie's awesome because it's just Jeffrey Jones being like, oh, "I love eating people. I'm so power hungry on people. Eating. They go so great with these olives." <laughs> They go so great with these olives and child pornography I'm looking at. I'm <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. Oh, that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have my homemade human ribs over here. And in the living room, I have my homemade child pornography. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. What? That sounds like a... Gr- well, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not sound like a great time. I, wow, putting words in my mouth. <laughs> So I was going to say, great crime. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely a great crime. Child pornography and cannibalism, you're going away for life. You're getting the chair. It's a one-two as, punch. You're doing one, you might as well do the I other. I think that that is the combination of crime in where it would be okay to burn someone at the stake. <laughs> like, like, if you find somebody who's, who's producing his own child pornography mm-hmm. and a cannibal, like a practicing cannibal. Yeah. The United States would come together and say, yeah, it's all right if you publicly burn this person at the stake. Uh, no. 
No? I'm uneasy at the state deciding who lives and who dies. <laughs> what about society? If society, oh, society came together and society. was like, burn Eric Siska at the stake. Yeah, well, this is what I'll tell society. <laughs> it's just, society's just high school for adults. <laughs> you know? I don't know. What kind of high school you're thinking about? Well, I went to I went to buttons. one of the toughest ones. <laughs> <laughs> so the end of this movie is he. There's another car chase, and he chases after the car that we already know John Voight isn't in. You know, yeah. And Ethan Hawke, like I keep wanting to say Ethan Hunt. It'd be great if Tom Cruise was in this movie. Tom Cruise could make a movie like this work. I feel. I think he could. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, yeah, I think maybe there's you know, maybe Jack Reacher didn't work out, but no, nah, but he was a convincing. But good if there car were webcams in that movie, man, <laughs> if Jack Reacher had just a few more webcams, it would be like Getaway. Herzog was good in that. Herzog's phenomenal in that movie. Uh, so yeah, he crashes the car into the other car, and they both like wipe out, and he gets out of the car. Selena Gomez totally unharmed. Not a scratch on her. And then the cops come. And this is one of those movie things, too, where, like, the cops are instantly like, oh, okay, this guy's cool. Never mind. We've been chasing him the whole day. Never mind. That's fine. No, oh, this guy's the real You didn't see villain. the webcam footage, did you? I mean, yeah. yeah, clearly, he's fine. Like, this is one of those things. Let's Everybody's going downtown. Yes. And we'll figure it out at the For station. For a while. Yeah. There's, For there's, months. There's a lot to sort through. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of property damage. Because also the other thing is like, you know, Ethan Hawke's kind of using the old excuse, you know, the age old excuse of I was just following orders. You know what I mean? Well, to be fair, in Bulgaria, I think that might (laughs) That might fly. (laughs) It might might fly. So then like this other old guy gets out of the car and you're like, well, all right, it's still not John Voight. There's no suspense And he gets like arrested as a patsy. Yeah, he goes down. And then John Voight calls Ethan Hunt, uh, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, see, I screwed it up. And (laughs) it's Blake Mangrove or whatever. (laughs) Come on, guys. Uh, Actually, my character name is Brent Magna. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that still sucks. No matter how many times you hear it, it's still a terrible name. So this old man is just looking up at him, smiling like he's probably got dementia. He doesn't know where he is or what he's doing, and he's going down for this car. He's basic. This guy in Bulgaria says, "I will go to prison for my entire life. Yeah, what's left of it? Yep. So John Voight can get away. So John Voight can get some bitcoin. He told me about the olive plan, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, one of us has to pull that off. You know what?" You got it going for you. Know, I'll take the fall. The world Someone doesn't needs... have many dreamers in it. <laughs> you, you sir. Five billion olives you've stolen via Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm in. <laughs> I don't think he understands my plan, but it's fine. He's willing to go along with it anyway. Take advantage of the fool now. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's, it's such an unbelievable thing. Like, what he just has this fucking cult following that's like, I will go to jail for you. Yeah. He, it must be a thing where he's like, I'll take care of your family, you know, probably promised him all sorts of riches. Or they're all Freemasons <laughs> involved in some type of messianic plot. No, that's those other John Voight movies, National Treasure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, so this old man's getting in the car and we get one last phone call from the voice himself, Carson Dill. No, uh, <laughs> 
fucking John Voight, and he's like packing nice. up. He's packing up his gear, and this is where we get like John Voight's motivation, and the whole thing is John Voight. I mean, the robbery is one part of it, but the other part of it is, and this is what I've gathered from the movie: John Voight was a fan. Of Ethan Hawke as a car racer. He's the number one fan of Brett Ma- Brent Magna. 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 <laughs> and he wanted to see Magna get behind the wheel again. Because his whole thing is and, like, now I have properly motivated you. I wanted, to, I wanted you to see that you could be so much more and achieve your true potential. I've unlocked what was inside of you that you didn't know was there. Yeah, you're going to be a uh, third-rate demolition derby driver. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a real, like, you can thank me later when you're back on the course. Or like, what? It's although such we, horseshit. Although we may never meet again, but you never know. Life is funny that way. Get away to anyone. Oh, God. <laughs> and so then it's like, oh, my God, the tension of the voice packing up all his equipment. He's putting his laptops and fucking suitcases and all this stuff. And where is he? But he, world famous New York, New York, right? I think it's Chicago. World famous Chicago, New York. <laughs> the Windy Apple. It does a horseshit thing where it's like Ethan Hawke's on the phone and then the camera skyrockets into space. Oh, and there's a satellite. Yeah, there's a satellite. And then so unnecessary. Like we bounce over to another satellite. Oh, man. And cell then we, phones, we right? bounce back down to Earth. Oh, and man. it's like cell phones, doo- right? zooms in on Chicago and he's in some... Like hotel lounge. lobby or something. Yeah. yeah. He's in like the VIP area of a lounge. And yeah. And there we get like our brief glance at the man himself. The like full voice. Mr. John Voigt. He goes full Voigt in this scene. <laughs> as it's, He's just naked wandering a <laughs> hotel lobby. He's just a crazy man in shy town. I would love it if that happens. And then like some guy comes up and he's like, there's my computer equipment. What the hell is this old man doing with it? And John Boyd's just Still like bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, and then this, 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 this dumpy younger guy who looks like he's had a hell of a day. It's like, Dad, what'd you do now? <laughs> Come on, Dad, Dad. The room is upstairs. This is not the shower. Oh yeah, well I made him run over Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Here's here's some more olives. I know how much you love olives. <laughs> oh, I do love olives. He's <laughs> like leading him into the elevator. <laughs> I'd love it if the end of this John Voight gets of mice and men. His fucking brain's blown out for some reason. But it's just like he puts his coat on. I, I believe he's got a stupid hat on. Yeah. And he kind of like... He does like a 180 turn so you can see his face. He lets out a shitty snake-eating John Voight smile. And then Gerard Butler snaps his neck. (laughs) This has been another episode of Snapping Necks with Gerard Butler. (laughs) Tune in next week where I go after Courtney Cox. (laughs) Please, Courtney Solomon. (laughs) We can only hope. I mean, this was the biggest pile of horse shit. It's so bad. And you it know what's funny is like maddening. It's such a bad movie. I wrote a note that said I wanted to blow my brains out. It feels like it's three hours long. And then when it's over with, my first thought was, What are you kidding me? It's over with? Like that's it? That's <laughs> how you end I wanted something more. I was like, No, 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 no. You don't get to finish this movie like this. That's horse shit. The, the void payoff was baffling to me because like 
again, I, I, I can't wrap my head around who this movie is for. I think it's for teenagers, right? It has to be. But it's like, what, like, what kind of final reveal is like, hey, this, this old mouth you've been watching this whole time, it's an actor that you don't know. Exactly. Like, what you need to have happen here is John Voight stands up and much like Mission Impossible, rips a rubber face off, and it's actually Carson Daly as the <laughs> voice. And he smiles. Hey, kids. Yeah. <laughs> that beautiful Carson Daly smile and cut to black. Tune in at one thirty. <laughs> I mean, this movie is for teenagers that are like, oh, you know, I want to see my favorite star, Selena Gomez, hang out with my dad and then get fucked over by my grandfather. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. That, that, yeah, ah. That's, that's getaway. Got a fucking filthy taste in my mouth. The question now is, would anybody recommend this movie? No, I do not <laughs> think I would. I've seen it twice now because of the show. Right. Um, and it's just, um, honestly, it's just a car chase for 90 minutes where nothing much happens. I mean, yeah. I, no, I, I, I detest it. Nice. Yeah. Ben? I, I can recommend two seconds from this movie. Oh, nice. I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was a Wilhelm scream in this movie. <laughs> there was. <laughs> was I did, there really? Yes. Yeah. I, actually, I did have that note, and I just missed it. During, like, the dirt, when the dirt bike, by the dirt bikes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, John Voight's motorcycle gang or yeah. whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that, but it's useless because there's nothing like, that happens. He's driving against big cars and, like, you know, trucks and then, like, Ooh, dirt bikes. That they're, they're gonna really give him a problem. But yeah. Yeah. oh no, here's what's gonna but, run him off the road, this army of crotch rockets. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so there's that Wilhelm screen, and there's also I read this piece of IMDB.com trivia. Ooh. Ethan Hawke's first time doing donuts was on set with Selena Gomez in the passenger seat. Well, that's that fantastic. was his first time doing donuts, <laughs> and he did it with his co-star during the movie. Wow. During the movie. I bet she was really impressed. <laughs> so when is this Wilhelm scream? Uh, it's like when one of the motorcyclists gets like, knocked it's, off? It's, yeah, like during the bank robbery, one of the one of the bikes, like the guy does a over the handlebars, like flying off the bike, and you hear right there, unmistakable. That motorcycle sequence, while ridiculous, because it is Ethan Hawke just fighting guys with a car, uh, like he's using the car as a weapon or whatever, it's probably the most exciting part because these stunt drivers are really taking a licking. Like, you see these dudes falling off these motorcycles. The one guy, like, totally does get hit by a car. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, Everyone's okay. And no, no charges were pressed. Nope, none whatsoever because the voice told him to. Uh, I would not recommend this movie at all. It's terrible. It's barely a movie. Uh, it's boring. The lead actors have no chemistry. It's a gimmicky fucking webcam movie. I mean, so much of this movie looks like it was shot on a cell phone. It's mm -hmm. terrible. And no, it's Selena Gomez. I don't buy you as a fucking gearhead or a computer hacker. Stop. In the biz, we call them crash cams. Crash cams? Yeah. Nice. That's uh, Ben Bailey's next show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he drives a taxi around, crashing it into as much things as possible. Well, no, that's when you get every other cab driver in New York City, and they just oh, fucking right. maim tourists that come to the city and then mm -hmm. don't get charges pressed against them. And you might even make it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's Getaway from 2013, directed by Courtney Solomon. If you want to get a hold of us for more information. Well, what? Andrew, what? I'd like to... What's that? 
ask you a question here. Oh, okay. Because I noticed um, some of our people on social media have asked us. We appreciated how you talked about some movies of the year on last year's worst. Oh, of the, of the year. oh, like best. Right. So I just thought maybe we just throw out a few titles of. I was going to use this week for maybe controversial picks. Just for okay. Me. Um, only God forgives. Only God forgives. Most people for sure. detest. Yeah, but you and me both love love that movie. And I was really surprised by your next this year. That's also actually didn't get very good reviews or notices, but I thought it was really fun time. It's a solid movie. It's um, it's totally not what you expect from the trailer, which is great. There's a there's like a legitimate twist in that movie. Uh, that's totally worth checking out. There's an awesome song that plays in the movie a lot, which is totally great from the, right. uh, what is it, Jack Twilly? A Dwight. I Dwight believe. Twilly yes. Band. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic song. Really Pretty cool movie. Rocking. And it's all those people, right, that are making those movies now. It's a fucking vague thing to say, but like <laughs> Joe Swanberg, Amy Simons, Ty West, like that that crew of like right, yeah. post-mumblecore, I guess like you call it. They're like in the movie as well. Yeah, they're in the movie. It's directed by uh, another fellow who's in this scene. Yeah, totally watchable movie. I'll just throw another one in there because I thought of it. Um, it's not a controversial like, but Short Term 12. Uh, fantastic, fantastic movie that got like little to no play. It's getting a lot of like indie nominations and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I want, I want to check that out. And I just wanted to quickly mention that there are potentially worse movies than this of the year, but some of them might not wor- really work as episodes. Yeah. I want to give my shout out <laughs> to Movie 43 for being insanely bad. And also The Lone Ranger. Um, yes. Um, because I want, to, I want to address The Lone Ranger. Yes. Thing. So here is, I guess... Why not on our our podcast? Uh, Everybody was like, oh, man, Lone Ranger, definitely. Here's why the Lone Ranger is not appearing on this show. None of us wanted to watch it a second time to take notes on it. It's long as shit, and it's just there's not a a lot there. It would just be a lot of us complaining about Johnny Depp portraying a Native American offensively. Yeah, thank you, because he's not portraying a Native American. He's playing a Native American cartoon parody. He's playing then. <laughs> uh, it's sort of, it rhymes, I guess it sort of sounds like Engine, <laughs> which we talked a lot about today. He's, That's what he was, he's playing. He's the mascot for the Indians. Uh. Yeah, he's playing the mascot for the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, and this is a little year in review, so I could squeeze this sure. in here. The, you know, speaking of a mascot for the Indi- the Native Americans. Billy Jack passed this year. Oh, that's right. So, everyone, you should uh, check out Billy Jack. Those movies are all streaming, aren't they? I believe most of them are on Netflix, and they're extremely long. But um, I find them sort of rewarding. So there's Billy Jack. The Trial trial of of Billy Billy Jack. Jack. Which, by the way, epic foot battle. (laughs) He takes off his boots at one point and is like, all right, well, I'm going to kick all you people to death. Because <laughs> he's a cowboy takes for, karate yeah, man. He's, yeah, he, he, he's like a, he's like a re- reservation badass, you know? That's pretty great. Yeah, and then there's Billy Jack Goes to Washington, and, which I haven't seen yet. And then before that, I think there's a film called Born Losers, I want to say. Born Losers. That was the yeah. first Billy Jack movie. The first movie that Billy Jack appeared in as right. this same character. What are the right. odds Tom you Lachlan. think he 
karate chops a senator and Billy Jack goes to Washington. It's either that or he's filling out a lot of paperwork. For some, <laughs> I, think he, some... I think he's trying to fill out the paperwork to be like, I mean, you guys aren't recognizing these treaties at all. It's been <laughs> hundreds of years. What but, do we have these treaties for if you're not going to recognize them? And then they run them out on a rail. Special interests, am I right? <laughs> okay, so that's sort of a year. We'll pick up the year in review right, yeah, we'll do next like, week also. Yeah, next week when we finish out the month, we'll maybe talk about some faves. Some yeah. faves, yeah. yeah. That's Getaway from 2013, directed by Courtney Solomon. If you want to get a hold of us and find out more information about this fine program, check out whmpodcast.com. One thing I did want to mention about the website, a lot of people were writing in like, oh, hey, man, a lot of these older episodes aren't on iTunes anymore. thing about that is we filled up our RSS feed with data. Uh, we have so many episodes of We Hate Movies. So much Brent Spiner. So much Brent Spiner. <laughs> What? Uh, we had to... Well, we had, data, right? Oh, oh, I see. Sorry. I didn't follow that. I thought you <laughs> meant we had a lot of Star Trek episodes. Well, that too. <laughs> we have wow. one Star Trek episode. Anyway, uh, so what you can do is if you go to whmpodcast.com, there's an episodes tab. For a lot of the older movies that aren't on iTunes anymore, uh, you can find direct links to the MP3s right on the episodes page. So they're not lost. Your favorites like Baby Cakes... Uh, uh, K9, all those older, all those older titles. They're still available. You just got to get them directly from the website. That's all. They're there. They're just not on iTunes anymore. Um, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. We're very active in the social media community. We like talking to folks that listen. Super, super active. active. We do things like live tweet award shows and make fun of celebrities. And it's actually cool because our our, our uh, listeners will actually talk about movies with each other. I mean, it's a it's a nice little community there. It's a nice community that we've built around. I feel making like, fun of stuff. I feel like it's <laughs> when Lisa Simpson poured some Coca Cola on a tooth, and it's like, <laughs> well, wait, what? Who are all these people? All right, well, you know, they're having a good time. That's totally fine. Everybody's having a good time yeah. at WHM Podcast. Right into the mailbag if you have something to say in email form. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Now, you two fellas are on another program uh, in, what, the, in, in the We Hate Movies community. It's called Blame It on Outer Space. Oh, is it? Yeah, what's that about? Shh. Be, be careful here. We don't want to let, don't let too many people know. <laughs> yeah, the I John Voights of the world are listening. <laughs> right? Well, it's conspiracy theories it's sort of like this show but instead of a movie we're discussing um a topic such as we just recently did with andrew actually um andy kaufman yeah and how he faked his death so blew the lid off that one yeah that came out last week so you could uh get that now available now where podcasts are found Blame it on outerspace.com at Blame Space Pod on Twitter. Both this show and Blame It on Outer Space are available in iTunes and on the Stitcher Radio app. Clue for next week's final worst of 2013. Bald. Bald. There you go. So until next week's bald episode, I'm Andrew Jupin. <laughs> Eric Siska. Ben Worcester. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>